Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate Thurston, and right across from me is Charles, second tallest libertarian, Thompson, that we know of. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot about that part. mm, Yeah. There could be other taller libertarians, especially, uh, I don't know, my maybe my younger brother's closer to libertarian. He's he's seven foot. Sounds like a neocon give, to me. I don't could know. Give Kane a run for his money. He he is pretty tall. He's a pretty tall guy. This is the Good Morning Liberty podcast where we talk about our height and about our first and last names, and that's the main thing. So you actually already finished the whole show. There's nothing else important after this at all. This is dumb bleep of the week where we vote on some of the dumbest bleep we saw this week we also talk about life liberty and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week we're not going to talk about any dumb bleep unless you hit that subscribe button right now right i'm wait. i'm gonna i'm waiting until let's pause yeah pause for um hit it i think i heard a few okay thank you thank you guys for hitting that button we really appreciate that charles charles how's gamestop treating you man charles How's Char- it going, Charles? Charles. <laughs> um, I think it, Charles is a good for, name, actually. Thanks Instead for joining Carl, the show, Charles. It's Carl with an yeah. H. Yeah. So it's pretty good. How does... Uh, you making some monies? Chuck Carl Thompson sound. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm up on GameStop just a little bit. The fiasco continues. They, You know, Robinhood allowed you to trade some stuff today. I use CD Ameritrade. I don't use Robinhood for mm-hmm. that, but... They allowed what was it five shares? Max, I think that's what that you it, could buy. Yeah, I think that's what it was for that. There was like twenty five shares of AMC. They they basically limited, which still, by the way, not we're not going to continue our whole conversation from yesterday. There's going to be some of that, but still limiting the buy side, which obviously yeah. manipulates the market. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. It, it is. It. I also I want to clarify from yesterday. While I do disagree with what Robin Hood did, because I think. My belief is that they did it because of who their investors are, which are people who are losing a ton of money on this Absolutely. whole thing. And so that's why I believe they did it. It is also important to note, like we said yesterday, Robinhood and other brokerages restrict shares all the time. There are hundreds of stonks right now restricted on Robinhood that no one cares about. I guarantee you they're, they're restricted right now. Also, you can Robinhood type in could stuff. just close their doors and say, we're no longer a brokerage. Yeah. They could. And and so it is, while I disagree with what they did, and I think they did it for nefarious reasons, it is also important to put everything in the scope. There are a lot of people talking about things right now when it comes to the markets that have no idea what they're talking about, and they have no idea that brokerages ever restrict stocks. They have no idea that they restrict short selling or they restrict buying and not allow you to use margin and cash only. This is a normal occurrence all the time the timing is a little sus right now from from what i can see pretty sus man. yeah with so, a capital sus just a little bit but that does also think, happen when the stock's going crazy you're more likely to get restrictions on it i think think uh, td ameritrade did it correctly they said hey this is restricted meaning you can't use margin you have to use your cash balance we're not going to let you borrow any money on something that could go down a hundred percent in two days. Like it's 80% drop it took in, in a couple hours yesterday before right. it spiked back up. Right. So they don't like, want well, you using borrowed money to buy it. And then you're going to end well, up owing them a bunch of money. That and that borrowed money still has to be processed through the clearinghouse. So, so T 
TD Ameritrade's on the hook for that. And then they come after you. They, they give you a margin call and they're like, hey, you lost all this money. Plus you lost ours. So remember, like it's they're kind of like bookies. Okay. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know, they come after you. Yep. Now, they don't come after you with, you know, guns and stuff that we know of. They might. But uh, Who knows? yeah, it's just, just like a bookie, man. You borrow money from someone. You got you got to pay what you owe. Pay what you owe. All right. Let's see. We we'll go over our list here. We talked about uh, Robin Hood some. Uh, we said subscribe. You guys got to subscribe to the podcast too. Like we did that. And so, don't bleep number one, Charles. I believe we've done an episode every day this week. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm, typically mm-hmm. we do an episode every day of no, the week. We didn't do one Tuesday, when I think, because Parker to. Parker was sick. Oh man! Yeah, I was trying to think of like, have we had a full run? Yeah, sorry, sorry about that, folks. My son did get some kind of virus. Now I don't know. I don't think it was COVID, but it was one that just makes you we'll never puke, know puke for a while. But anyway, get my bag here and get my dumb bleep of the week. It's our favorite episode every single Friday, and uh, what we do is, you know, we we give you the dumbest bleeps we've seen all throughout the week. And then what the live group gets to do on Patreon is they get to vote on which ones they think are the best. Now, we uh, have dropped our contract with Dominion Software, so now all of the votes are being counted by hand, so we know that they're valid. I did receive some in the mail earlier, so we'll have to go grab those. How do they know what the bleeps are? That's a great well, question, okay. Charlie. We'll check. Yeah. They send them in a couple months we'll ago. We'll check. Every yeah. vote matters. So <laughs> Okay. Uh, Dumb bleep number one. This well, is going to... You didn't let me finish. <laughs> you do that every time I try to start something. Didn't let me finish. Always this is cutting, very important. Always cutting in, this trying to stay on some kind important. of schedule. And here I am just trying to let the people know that to be part of that group, you got to sign up patreon.com slash Liberty. All right? It's true. And that's all I wanted to say. Now continue on. Dumb bleep number one. I don't know who this is going to go to. We'll call it CNN. This is going to go to CNN, I guess. Because... Big news breaking that no one had ever talked about before, and we had no earthly idea that this was the case at all. But it turns out Andrew Cuomo's COVID-19 performance might have been less stellar than it seemed. Mm. Now, this was just a radical right-wing conspiracy that was just meant to try and make Andrew Cuomo look bad. Of course. And probably try to damage the sales of his books. You know, because he definitely wrote a book. He didn't have someone else ghostwrite it and put his name on it. Of course, the news is coming from just right-wing conspiracy theorist outlets, of course. Absolutely. But now that it's coming from New York Times and CNN, Mm -hmm. this is confirmed, a confirmed report. Mm -hmm. And so now you can take this seriously. Andrew Cuomo's COVID-19 performance may have been less stellar than it seemed. Mm -hmm. That's dumb bleep number one. Isn't it interesting, by the way? I was telling somebody this the other day. We were talking about COVID numbers, and I was like, look, uh, we just read a study uh, that was done by researchers from Harvard, John Hopkins University, and Duke, so you know it's not some kind of right-wing conspiracy thing. Isn't it strange that we have to qualify our research with that? And it's got to like, come from the right places. And it's got to come from the right places. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to come from from the Harvards, from the New York Times, from the acceptable places of research. You can't just go on a wild goose chase on YouTube and try to you know figure out we, you can't just go based on memes, which I don't think you should. I think you should look into them, but, but man, you know, it's just, it's absolutely insane that we have to have that qualifier on there. You can't just say, well, Hey, I heard this. And then you, you two have a discussion on it and you get down to the bottom of things. It's no, no longer that it's just like, well, where'd you hear that from? 
And oh, you can't believe anything they say. And really, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter who it came from anymore, even because everyone has the truth that they've decided is the truth. And you can you can talk about the study that we cited about lockdowns not really helping or about nine hundred thousand people, excess people dying from the covid lockdowns. And OK, well, it or came that mask from mandates didn't do anything yeah, to stop, stop the spike. It came from Harvard and it came from Duke. But let's look at those people and how do those people well no they're just that's the guy that did the great barrington declaration he's obviously biased against this whole lockdown thing and so therefore none of the numbers matter whatsoever yeah that's that's just the way it is today Mm -hmm. you know that's why you can't allow anyone to have too much power over you because um it's not going all that well and you guys notice let me give you the backstory on the cnn thing because they are surprised and they are disappointed (laughs) and they had no idea this was going to happen so they're trying to let everyone down as easily as possible in this and write it as eloquently as they possibly can. If Donald Trump was seen as the public face of the failed government response to the coronavirus pandemic, Andrew Cuomo was seen by some as the opposite. A politician who understood the myriad challenges created by COVID-19 and moved quickly to address them in the most transparent way possible. The New York governor's daily coronavirus briefings became must-see TV. Even got an Emmy for it. As Cuomo, in his characteristic I'm walking here patio, uh, patois, (laughs) I think is what that is. I don't know. I think that's what you would say. Mm -hmm. Delivered updates on the number of cases, hospitalizations, and deaths in the Empire State, and provided insight into how he and his administration were working to combat the virus. It was for many. A refreshing palate cleanser from the obfuscation, spin, and denialism that (laughs) defined how Trump and his administration responded to the virus. They spend half the time bashing Trump. Yeah, they're still, still. So funny. We're already way further into the article than than 80% of people are going to read. Yeah. Already. And it made Cuomo into the the hottest politician. Also the hottest, too. It's a new word. Yeah. Hottest politician in America, not by looks, you know, but by his policies and his leadership. 80% of New Yorkers approved of how he was handling the virus. Mm. Some Democrats were even floating him as a potential replacement on the ticket for Joe Biden in the event that Biden died before the election. <laughs> I added that part in. He immediately became mentioned as a possible vice presidential pick for the party. Except he wasn't a woman. Well. That we know of. Well. And he... That we know of. I don't know. Five paragraphs in. It turns out that the hype obscured a troubling reality that they were that that they were hiding for the this whole this whole time. That they that they were fine with this whole time. That the New York State Department of Health was drastically undercounting deaths from COVID nineteen among nursing home residents. That's at least according to a new report released by New York Attorney General Latidia Latidia. Latidia? Latidia. Letitia? I don't know. I don't want to say it wrong. Latitia. Latitia. James. Or is it Yames? Who, like Cuomo, is a Democrat? Should be whom, I think, right? (laughs) Quote, preliminary data. Well, hang on. Stop there. Because there's no way that this could be true. This is just, I'm just flabbergasted. I mean, everybody makes mistakes, I guess. We should probably forgive them. I just cannot even believe that politicians would ever underreport numbers Mm-mm. or Mm-mm. skew data or statistics to 
to get their way. No. We didn't see that in Nashville either, did we? No, we never saw that. There's no way that happened. Oh, man. Quote, now you have to believe this now because we've qualified that the Attorney General, Letitia James, is a Democrat. So we can trust this information now. Of course. This is not some partisan attack. And if it would have came from a Republican, CNN would have never released this article. Yeah. As Republicans try to kill Democrats. That's their ultimate goal. Preliminary, as AOC will tell us later. (laughs) Right. Preliminary data obtained by the Office of the Attorney General suggests that many nursing home residents died from COVID-19 in hospitals after being transferred from their nursing homes, which is not reflected. So here's what they did. If you got really, really sick in the nursing home because sick patients were sent into the nursing homes, if you got really sick in the nursing home and they eventually transferred you to a hospital so you could die, you were taken down as someone who died in the hospital and not someone whose death stemmed from what happened in the nursing homes. Now you're a hospital death. You're a hospital death, not a nursing home death. So that's because that is physically where you died. But that kind of hides what happened with the policy itself. Inside, yeah, inside the nursing homes. So um, I don't really have to go through this through this whole thing because you guys know the whole story. So this dumb bleep is for CNN and this side of the aisle for acting like this is a surprise because literally people have been talking about this exact thing because you can look at data and you can look at the way that people are counting data And you can make observations on that and you can make predictions or you can make statements about what the data looks like. You could look and see, well, there's a bunch of people who died in hospitals, but it turns out they have been sent from nursing homes. And those Mm -hmm. went down as being counted as someone who died in the hospital. And it says down here, it says, quote, this is from the uh, Associated uh, Press reported in August of 2020, by the way. As the Associated Press reported in August of 2020... Hello, no one talked about this in August. Quote, unlike every other state, that's in the United States, by the way, every 49 other states. All the other ones. With major outbreaks, New York only counts residents who died on nursing home property and not those who were transported to hospitals and died there. Mm. Mm. So far, the administration of Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo has refused to divulge the number, leading to speculation that he's a criminal politician. <laughs> I added that. A little bit of ad lib in there. I, yeah, I was libbing ad. Yeah. Which, uh, which, honestly, I know none of you are surprised. I'm not shocked by this news. It's with, This is going on all over the country. This is happening everywhere. They're using what they can, and they manipulate the data. This is why, you know, you, you have to take your data from multiple sources. You can't just trust what the government's telling you. And this is why we should never give the government all the power to tell us what's going on. You can't, everybody's like, oh, trust the CDC. I remember, you know, at the beginning, trust the CDC. And then when they started running out of personal protective equipment, PPE, they told nurses and doctors like, oh, just wear bandanas. <laughs> yeah. We, we have these, these, uh, you know, rest, uh, masks called N95s that we require you to wear by regulation. If you don't wear them normally, we'd shut you down because yeah, that's the only f- thing that works. We fine you, and if you don't pay the fine, then we <laughs> shut you down because that's the only thing that works. But when they ran out, the CDC goes, hmm, just bandanas are fine. Just put a T-shirt over your face. Put a T-shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in fact, use the screen out of your window and make a mask <laughs> because that will at least 
stop one or two of the viruses. Everyone breathe into your elbow. <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, trust the government. Ed, that's You should do the opposite because this is what they do. And you know what the consequences for this are? And, uh, and <clears throat> like 12,000 dead people? No, well, you know what the consequences <laughs> for Cuomo is? Oh, well, nothing. Nothing. Nothing, yeah. Nothing. They operate with impunity. And they don't care. You think Cuomo cares as he's sipping back some whiskey, token on a Corona cigar that he got when he went to Cuba, down there in Cuba, because he can travel there for free, probably. You think he's token on his cigar, puffing some smoke, sipping back some Pappy Van Winkles? You think he gives a shit about any of this? No, he doesn't. He's going to sit there, sip his whiskey, and be like, yeah, I'd do it again. Actually, what he would do is put out a book about how good of a job he did. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's what he would actually do. Okay, so don't believe number one goes to CNN. CNN. The goose says uh, CDC, Cuomo Death Camps. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the new acronym for it. All right, Charlie, tell me about yep. what the wealthy could have done for Dumb Leap number two. Mm, okay. Well, in case you guys were wondering, uh, this coming from BBC. God, I just love, you know, London. <laughs> you know? This article sounds like it's from London, too. It does. Yeah. So the wealth increase of 10 men during pandemic <laughs> could buy vaccines for all. I, I thought so, you almost, you kind of sound kind of leprechaun-y there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's what I was going for. A leprechaun London ease, whatever that means. Anyway, of course, guys, we're going to total up uh, all of the wealth as if it exists in paper and decide what other people could have. These are the same tweets I see as like, if I were Jeff Bezos, I would be a hero. You know, everybody wants to be a hero with someone else's money. It's like, if you want to actually be a hero, why don't you go make the money and then be the hero? It's trying to mooch off somebody else to, to be the hero. Anyway, BBC. Wealth increase of 10 men during pandemic could buy vaccines for all. Of course, it's men. Mm -hmm. What about, isn't, Bezos, isn't Bezos' wife up there in the top 10? Well, somewhere? she's not in the top 10 not of, anymore. of richest people overall. Okay. okay. So the combined wealth of the world's 10 richest men rose by $540 billion, folks, during the pandemic, according to Oxfam. The charity uh, claims this amount would be enough to prevent the world from falling into poverty because of the virus and pay for vaccines for all. That's all we need. Five. Hold on. Can you tell me, read the two sentences, read those two sentences again. Hold on. I don't know if everyone caught that. The, the combined wealth of the world's 10 richest men rose by $540 billion. Okay. $540 billion. During the pandemic, according to Oxfam. Now, just so you know how much $540 billion is, that is uh, roughly one-third, a, a little less than one-third. Let's say it's uh, a little more than half. I'm sorry, a little, uh, yeah, a little less than half of the money that they spent on the first bailout bill. So remember, the United States spent $1.2 trillion on the first coronavirus package. I thought it was two point two. It is 2.2. You're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So it's four it's a, times less. It's a quarter. It's a quarter. It's a quarter of the amount of the actual stimulus package. So ten, the 10 richest men in the world, their net worth rose by $540 billion during the pandemic. And the government spent about $8 trillion last year alone. Yeah. 
However, 16 times more than this amount. However, the charity claims this amount would be enough to prevent the world from falling into poverty because of the virus and pay for vaccines for all. If only if. <laughs> so what they're saying is it would pay for vaccines for everyone, which would stop us from going into poverty if everyone had vaccines. I'm going to install a, a brick wall. To hit your head on? At, so when I read this in between, instead of taking a drink, I'm just going to. That would be kind of fun to watch. I'm gonna, you know how like, we tell people to smash the subscribe button? I'm going to smash my head into the wall. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see that live, well, you got to go to patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty. You stay classy. The organization is using governments to consider taxes on the super rich. Well, urging governments. Of course. Sorry. Uh, urging governments. In December 2020, the total wealth of billionaires worldwide hit $11.95 equivalent to the recovery spending of all the G20 governments put together according to the charity. Imagine that. The 10 richest people whose fortunes rose by $540 billion since March of 2020. Since March. Since March, by the way. We're not going to count what they lost. Before March. Before March. You know, <laughs> from February 25th until March 13th. We're not going to count that entire 35% drop. We're just going to count for March. Include Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, Tesla founder Elon Musk, and Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. Elon Musk wasn't even in the top 10 in March. Oxfam claims that the billionaire's fortune rose due to rebounding stock markets and a rigged economy, causing rising inequality during the worst economic, economic downturn now, I'll in a century. I'll agree with the rigged economy part, considering the government's got to shut down as much of the economy as they wanted to and only allow the people who own these businesses to continue transacting exactly. and having commerce with people. So it's yeah. like John and Susie, who own the corner market, well, you can't operate, but Amazon, they're just fine. Yeah. yeah. Do all the deliveries. But it's a rigged economy because of capitalism, not because of what happened for all these people's wealth to blow up so right. much. Exactly. That's the problem. This inflated the wealth of men like Mr. Bezos, whose giant fortunes are driven by the value of holdings such as property and the shares they own rather than wages. Wait, what? I just can't. I don't even know what to say anymore. You can't even today? Yes. However, wealth does not equal income. That's at least good that they said that. Mm -hmm. Eight wealth, paragraphs in, yeah. Yeah. Wealth estimates re, uh, Wealth estimates refer to the net worth of an individual, including their money, the value of their assets, and also the... Uh, notional. Notional. I don't even know what that is. Value of the shares they hold. A rise in share prices pertains to the perceived net worth of a company as a whole rather than the shareholders themselves. The report said that Mr. Bezos's worth had climbed so much between March to September of 2020. They, 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 that's the bottom to the high. Yeah. It's the low to the high. From March to September. They didn't go from beginning of January to the end of December. No. They went from the lowest point to the highest point mm -hmm. of the year. Oh, man. So Mr. Bezos's worth had climbed so much between... The, high, the lowest point and the highest point, March to September of 2020, that he could have given. He could have just given it. All 876,000 Amazon employees a $105,000 bonus and still have been as wealthy as he was before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, by the way, now they're pulling from the day before March when they're, when they're talking about the, his lowest point right, exactly. of the year. <laughs> it's just... 
absurd. So they're saying he could have given all of Amazon's employees $105,000 and not lost any money. Would have been the same. There's but, no way that would have affected Amazon's stock price. No. And no, his it, entire wealth would have dissolved <laughs> and been completely gone after that. He'd still have no the way. same. He'd still have the same, Nate. The, the investors would have held on Just, even though they were, he was selling his entire stake in Amazon. It's like, <laughs> I just want to, we need to come up with like a, an article of the week too, where we just, we're just put things on paper. And because we put things on paper, no matter what we look at it, this is true. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. Look, it's in an article. It's, yeah. We did the research. Fake news. It's like, well, why'd you pick those dates? That doesn't matter. <laughs> if you just look at those dates, we're just talking about these dates. I've, other dates are good and there's plenty of other dates, but they're not these dates. And we're just going to put things on paper and, and people will uh, read them and believe them. Yep. And it's like, I just, you know what? The majority of people aren't this dumb. They're not. So I don't know. There, I mean, there are a lot. I'm of not them, sure. But I think there's plenty of people that can, that can read into the situation and understand what's going on. So what's that dumb belief? And luckily, call? Most of you listen to this show, so you understand where we're coming from. You can look at these with open eyes and understand uh, what they're trying to do. And then you can tell all your friends. That's how we build this entire liberty movement. That's why we do what we do. That's why we crush these BBC people. <laughs> That's why we do it. So yeah. dumb bleep number two, this is, uh, let's call it the, uh, the 10 richest men. 10 richest men. They could have paid for vaccines for everyone, guys. They could have. They could have stopped the world from, uh, they can actually prevent the world from falling into poverty. And then there's no way that when they announced they were going to do that, that it would have triggered a sell-off in the market. And then they would have lost all of their net wealth before they could even remove it from the market to buy things. And it would have caused the stock market collapse of proportions in which we've never seen in our entire lives, similar to what probably GME is going to do on Monday, something like that. But hey, poverty would have been solved for one day, Nate. No poverty. Yeah. At least that day. But it's a rigged economy. That's why they made it. Because they've rigged it in favor of themselves. Mm. Not that the government shut down all the other businesses so you could only go to Amazon yeah. to buy things. Or that Which, you sat there and doom-scrolled I, Facebook for hours every single day. I will partially push back on that in the fact that they do rig it to themselves because they're able to buy power. Yeah, But it's the government that actually makes the decision, but they're the connected ones. This is what we call cronyism or crony capitalism. Because they're able to, they're able to influence the power that the government has. It's like, oh, well, I'm Jeff Bezos. You can't shut me down. Like, okay, okay, okay. That's fine. You gonna donate to my campaign? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. It's the it's the, you know the 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 provisions the government. This is always true. The provisions and the decisions that the government makes is always uh, not to help you. It's always against you. It's never in your best interest. Ever. That, that's why I'm not interested in them coming up with any regulations for this old Robin Hood GME. I couldn't agree thing. more. The market will take care of it. They they are. What what a uh, thing did you see earlier from what was that SoFi? Yeah, SoFi. By the way, if you uh, if you have a Robin Hood account, they're offering if you want to transfer your Robin Hood account over to your to a SoFi account, they're offering you seventy five dollars. Mm. And they're doing that because it costs seventy five dollars <laughs> to transfer Robin Hood to SoFi, but still. But they normally you would pay seventy five for the transfer, and they're basically gonna gonna waive that for you. Also, Robinhood now in the Google Play Store is down to one point seven stars. Now in Apple, they're still at four point seven because Apple went through and deleted like five hundred thousand uh, negative reviews. They said uh, I saw that report somewhere, 
Of course, I probably got that from some conspiracy uh, Wall Street bet subreddit or something. But, <laughs> but I yeah. did see that. If you go look it up, it's it's hilarious how different it is. You look on the Google Play Store versus the Apple Store, uh, the Apple App Store, the the reviews are drastically different. Uh, the reviews are so that's kind of uh, hilarious to me. But I think the market will take care of this. Look, the market's already taken care of this. The market is actually already ahead of all the financial problems with the invention of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, which is eventually going to take over this mess because the way that we do things in financial markets is way too complicated and it's, it's, it needs to be simplified. It takes too long. There's all kinds of things that happen and the market's already created another market that it needs to survive and be better for everyone. And that's called blockchain and cryptocurrencies. This is, there's never been a better example to compare what a regulated market looks like versus a crypto market because it's happening right now. We're seeing it play out live. Here's what happens when you have a regulated market. Here's what happens when you have a free market, regulated, free, regulated, free. Everybody's moving over towards the free market. It's hilarious how everybody argues against free market principles. And when shit hits the fan, they all move towards free markets. It's just blows my mind. Yeah. And then we sit there and have an argument about how free markets are bad. Okay. And I can't, for the life of me, figure it out. I get so frustrated that I'm building a wall next to me. I don't want a wall around the country like Nate does. I want a wall next to me so I can hit my head against it. <laughs> I'm not arguing for, for a wall, by the way, just so everyone knows. I'm not doing that. Okay, so Elizabeth Warren came out and, uh, and said some dumb bleep today. Now, she's obviously out there calling for regulations, new regulations from the SEC to fix this terrible fiasco that has happened with GameStop and the hedge funds and all that kind of stuff. She says, now see if you can find any hypocrisy that is similar to the last article. Casino-like swings and stock prices of GameStop reflect wild levels of speculation that don't help GameStop's workers or customers and could lead to market instability. Today, I told the SEC to explain what exactly it's doing to prevent market manipulation. And so what she goes on in this like five-page thing that she did here is essentially what we talked about yesterday, which is they're going to come after the people who are shorting things with leverage and putting a bunch of money that they're borrowing towards shorts and allowing the short float to be bigger than the actual amount of shares that are even tradable. They're going to go towards stuff like that. And she's also asking what the SEC can do to regulate things like the Reddit subgroups uh, mm -hmm. for the market manipulation. And so the, there's no way to really do this in, unless they decide that they're going to uh, censor all of that speech, that they're going to put caps on how much money people can bet on these stonks, which they might end up doing. And then other than that, they're just going to kick in those halts a lot faster to get people to stop trading them, things like that, to try and slow down people when they're doing this. So they'll halt, they'll halt trading quicker on all these stonks. But what struck me as really weird is that she's actually against both sides in her statement. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't like what the hedge funds did. And she's talking about how the Reddit thing is just a pure and simple market manipulation and doesn't like that that's happening either. Now, we've all been totally... Listen, the market gets manipulated by people who have power all the time. Uh, Elon Musk put hashtag Bitcoin in his Twitter bio yesterday, and it went up 15% after that. It was mm -hmm. trending already, and it was because Elon Musk put Bitcoin in his Twitter bio. Now, if Elon Musk bought Bitcoin yesterday and then put Bitcoin in his Twitter bio after that, is he guilty of anything? He man he manipulated the stock price technically because says, of all like the it. 
because of all the influence he has on social media. He tweeted out, I like Etsy, and the stock went up like 30%. Yeah. Warren Buffett establishes a position in a company, and then they release that Warren Buffett has a position in the company. Everyone goes and buys shares in that company because Warren Buffett's in it. And you know what he's doing? He's selling his shares to those people that are buying it. At a higher price. At a higher price. He, he's been doing it his entire life. All right. So this kind of stuff happens all the time. Um, I'm not arguing that what the, the Wall Street bets guys thing is good or healthy, or I don't think it's healthy for the stock market really at all. I think it might trigger a really massive market downturn because a lot of people are going to be selling assets to try and cover some of these bad bets that they made. And at the end of the day, uh, the Wall Street bets, you know, they say they're going to stick it to the hedge funds. They're going to stick it to like uh, 30 people at the hedge fund and then thousands of people who put their retirements in that hedge fund. And that's, mm -hmm. and that's who they're actually going to stick it to. And the, so the, at, everyone just needs to realize that this is not automatically a great thing that the hedge fund goes out of business and that they lose all their capital and have to file bankruptcy. It's not automatically a good thing. I'm here for it, though. Oh, yeah. I'll make money off of it all yeah, the way up. Sure. Absolutely. Sure, I'll make money on it. That's fine. And I'll make but, money on the way down. But what I don't like is that people are acting like it's their Robin Hood now, not the app, but Robin Hood. And they're going to take it from the rich and they're going to prove that, you know, the little guy can overcome and, and these evil, greedy capitalists. And what they're actually doing is they're exercising the same greed that the other people were. They're all grouping together. They're greedy. They want money. And so now they're going to make millions of dollars on the way up, taking it from someone else. But don't act like it's not because you want money. I mean, don't act like there's some kind of noble pursuit here other than making a bunch of money off a of game stock. Yeah. Stock. Game. Stop. <laughs> it's game. called it so many things now. Game stop. I can't stop. GME. Anyway, back to Elizabeth Warren. Well, but also they even say that they, you know, this is payback for 2008. That's what they're saying. Yeah. So, but, but you know what, in, in 2008, they're not completely wrong because, you know, the hedge funds and the big banks and everybody got bailed out and it, who was left with the bill? It was the little guys. Why did the hedge funds get bailed out? Well, <clears throat> because of things like what Elizabeth Warren is, <laughs> yeah. is pro uh, proposing. Yeah. Um, and so what I, so the dumb bleep here, aside from the fact that she's playing both sides here and it's essentially just going to help, it's going to hurt everyone and help no one. She's also talking about how the speculation is harming GameStop's workers and their customers, and it's going to lead to market instability. I am so sick of people who have been arguing to basically put these places out of business and screw them, I don't care, for an entire year now. And then when they get the opportunity to come out and say, oh, this is bad for the workers and the business and their customers, go yourself. Elizabeth Warren, how about that? Why don't you go do that real quick? Because you've been arguing to put this place out of business all year. They're already having a tough time. They're a brick and mortar game sales store, which is already a dinosaur in the first place. And then you decide that no one can go to their stores and they can't open their businesses, anything like that. And you're talking about other people hurting their customers and their business mm -hmm. and their workers. Their leg hurts. It smells funny. And the dogs are always bothering with That's it. That's what's happening with them. Then you shut down the economy and now all of a sudden you're worried about their workers and customers that's what you get to do it's, you get to be this you get to play the it's like a demagogue position but you get to play the savior for people after you harm always them. you're the every decision you make is is savioristic like they cut off your leg and they're like look 
I'm going to give you magic legs. Look how great I am. I'm amazing. I want free magic legs for yeah. everyone. Mm -hmm. Now, let's not pay attention to the fact that I'm the one that took a axe and cut off your legs. After I convinced you you had a disease <laughs> in your leg. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to convince you that there's a disease in your leg, and the only way to save it is to cut it off. But don't worry, because I'm going to step in later and explain to you how we're going to give you new legs. I know it looks like a new base. legs. This, he got new legs. <laughs> this looks like a baseball bat that we just took and, you know, crudely zip tied it to your kneecap. But don't worry about <clears> that. <throat> this is this is a leg. OK, you can walk again. OK, don't be don't worry about anything else. I've got you. I'm here for you. And everybody buys into the to the garbage. Like, what will we do without our hero, Chief Warren? You know, we would live a better life. That's what we would do without yep. people like her. I and, forgot to call her Warden Warren. Sorry. And, uh, you know, oh man, I just, uh, my blood pressure is going up. I'm sorry. We'll stop it. Let's stop. Hey. Let's stop the show. No, <laughs> no, we got to keep going. All right. We're 40 minutes in and not even halfway through the dumb bleep. Okay. That's dumb bleep number three, Chief Warren. Here you go, Charlie. Talk <laughs> we talked about this one already. But, yeah, we did talk about this yesterday, yeah. but we told you it would make the dumb bleep, so we'll we'll go over it briefly. This is from the notorious AOC. <laughs> Alexandria, <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So first of all, she tweeted out that, you know, she was mad at Robin Hood and all that stuff and and that, you know, there should they should be about free uh market trading and they they stopped it and and that was bad. And Ted Cruz retweeted, quote tweeted her tweet and said, "Fully agree." So then Ocasio-Cortez responded. She goes, I am happy to work with Republicans on this issue where there's common ground, but you almost had me murdered three weeks ago, so you can <laughs> sit this one out. Happy to work with almost any other GOP that aren't trying to get me killed. In the meantime, if you want to help, <clears throat> you can resign. I was telling Nate before the show, we talked about this yesterday, but another thing I thought of is like, people are trying to like out-victim each other. They want to be the like the ultimate victim here. That's yeah. As if I said this yesterday, as if Ted Cruz wasn't in the same building. Where was the Senate in session at that time, or just the House? I don't know, but I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure they were all there because weren't I'm pretty sure they had to take senators and yeah, House representatives know. to safe zones or whatever to the bunkers. I guess they got bunkers in there too. I have no idea. Did you see, they're putting up permanent fencing around the Capitol now. No, are they really? Yeah. Like the White House? I'm surprised they didn't already, honestly. I yeah. mean, there's when you have a building with over 500 tyrants in it, people are going to try to break in. <laughs> you know? I'm surprised they didn't do that already. <laughs> it's like yeah. actually over 600 tyrants. Now. Yeah. Well over six. There's probably a, up to 1,000 tyrants in yeah. there at the time. Give or take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the thing about this is, is that, uh, you know, the well, you know, the Democrats call for unity, of course, until the Republicans are saying they agree. Uh, Hey, I will unite with you on this. No, not you. I don't want to unite with you because you tried to have me murdered. Yeah, let's not even <laughs> let's not even talk about how insane in your brain you got to be one to think. I mean, I don't know what would have happened. I mean, could if, all the Republicans on the baseball field blame that's, Bernie Sanders that's, yeah. and AOC? I mean, AOC wasn't in. Uh, she wasn't elected at the time. However, I'm sure she was a Bernie bro. She probably served the guy drinks. She exactly. But my thing is, is like those people actually were really close to being murdered. They had bullets flying at them. Steve, Steve Calise was actually shot 
Like none of these people were touched. And as if Ted Cruz had anything to do with people actually breaking into the Capitol. It's yeah. just, this is just so insane. The hypocrisy, the, the, the hypocrisy is, is honestly, it's astounding. It's difficult to even put in the words, obviously, as you can hear me trying to put it into words. It is, it is difficult to even explain the double standard here where they will not stop being victims on this thing. And yes, it is terrible. People died in the Capitol riot. It was stupid overall. And those people who did that should be punished with some type of crime. The people who did vandalize or yes, who did cause the deaths of people, of course, but the people, but people like Ted Cruz, who was saying that the election was was stolen, and he wasn't even one of the most fervent like stolen election, stop the steal. He was being trying to be more objective, co- constitutional, and represent his district and do what his district wanted them to do. And he's been demonized in an in an insane manner in this whole thing. And now you can just say Ted Cruz tried to have me murdered. And at the time I took this screenshot, that had 132,000 retweets. One of her biggest tweets that she's had, saying that Ted Cruz tried to have me murdered. (coughs) I just, insane, man. That's dumb bleep number four. That's, yeah. That's only number four, guys. Number four. You know, what I'm going to do here, do you want to do the strike thing or do you want to move on to the dumb, the fake Cuomo thing? Or do we have time for both? Um... Let's start with Cuomo and see where we get. All right. Let's see. I'm going to bring this up on the screen. So just kind of a funny situation today. And it also goes to show you the insane hypocrisy when it comes to the rhetoric that people are okay with from one side and not from the other. Now, I wasn't going to talk about this, but once I read the tweet responses to it, <laughs> so good. it was worth talking about. Because at first I was like, okay, I get it. Maxine Waters, she, she said these crazy things. And everyone was okay with it, and but they're not okay with it when Repel, I get it. They're they're going back and forth, but the responses I haven't even seen what, all of them. Are what added right this into the dumb bleep. I'm reading them right now. This is so, so good. So what happened here was there's a uh, it's called Cuomo Watch on Twitter, and they said what Maxine Waters said. Only this is after it came out that Andrew Cuomo had uh, basically. Well, they have basically been lying about how many people died, just like the first story that we talked about. And this person tweeted, if you see anybody from the Cuomo administration in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them that they're not welcome anymore anywhere. Maxine, Cuomo watch. It was called. (laughs) Okay. Now, I don't know if people literally didn't know what this came from like if they actually didn't know which i don't understand how that's possible did maxine waters delete that tweet <laughs> uh, i don't know well she said it um on a in a bullhorn speech somewhere. oh that's right yeah. that's right that's right that's right <clears throat> so i don't i don't really know if um if people just didn't know that this had happened because here's some of the retweet responses from people who work inside of the New York City government New York representatives people like that this is from Debbie Rose in response to that tweet blue check mark Blue check mark, Debbie Rose. Really? Did we not learn anything from the Capitol insurrection? <laughs> we must condemn violence and harassment in any form. <laughs> now, this is actually word for word, verbatim, 
what Maxine Waters had said, and that was the joke. Verbatim's man. She said it in cursive, even. That was the that was the joke, and these people did not get it. They didn't get the joke, and that's why it's so funny. All right, next person, uh, Jamal T. Bailey. This is more than tone deaf, especially considering what happened in recent days. This is unacceptable and ridiculous. <laughs> Read the room. I mean, this is a tweet verbatim of the words that Maxine Waters said about about Trump supporters or people who work in the administration. In the Trump administration. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so let's go on to the next one. Like I said, the responses are what get this into the dumb bleep. Daniel Rosenthal. This is dangerous and unacceptable, especially after what happened in D.C. Every that They got to mention through contract and stipulation, stipulates that they mention what happened in D.C. in every single tweet. Yeah, so they got to do that. This is dangerous and unacceptable, especially after what happened in D.C. Encouraging this kind of violence is unacceptable. <laughs> as long as it's directed at the wrong person. Yeah. If you, if you direct this kind of violence at the right person, well, then they deserve it. <laughs> They're deserving of it. I just can't figure out if they if they knew what was happening. Of or course if they, they didn't. Or if they actually thought that that was a fresh tweet that someone had just came fresh. up with. They didn't. They didn't. They had no idea this came from Maxine Waters. <laughs> and then Steve uh, Ballone, Bilone, Ballone, Ballone, <laughs> <laughs> Democrats and Republicans must denounce this threat of violence against our fellow New Yorkers. <laughs> After the Capitol riots, I call on Twitter to ban this account immediately. <laughs> We will win by banning all these people. <laughs> so the, while at first I would have been like, okay, this is a cheesy tweet. I get it. You took exactly what Maxine Waters said. Everyone's heard it. Everyone's talked about it. It's the responses to the this tweet is, from people that this, makes it funny. Hey, we ended on a great note. <laughs> My blood pressure was pumping. And now I have all these endorphins being released. You, the, the, this is the kind of thing that you can't make up. It's just, it's just beautiful. All right, so it's just so beautiful. Do you want to get your votes in after that, or do you want to this go is, to yeah. another one? Okay, no, this is a, this is where you get your votes in, folks. All right, right. Let's see. Let's rattle off what we have real quick. Dumb bleep number one was for CNN, who just found out that Andrew Cuomo might have been lying about the death statistics. Mm -hmm. um, dumb bleep number two was what'd you call it? The ten wealthiest men. Yeah, from the BBC could have ended, could have uh, could save poverty. Who could have stopped world poverty with the amount of money they made? From the low to the high, of the of the stock market, of course the uh, the government spent sixteen times that amount last year. Just the U.S. government spent sixteen times that amount last year. Um, but these guys are to blame. That's Dumbleat number two. Dumbleat number three was Warden Warren, who was extremely concerned about GameStop's workers and customers. So we need to regulate the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb bleep number four is AOC. The notorious AOC. The notorious AOC. Ted Cruz tried to have me murdered. <laughs> and dumb bleep number five goes to the completely uh, brain dead people who did not catch that this was a Maxine Waters statement aimed at Cuomo and decided that this these threats of violence must be condemned. <laughs> This is hate speech. This is hate speech, and this person should be banned yeah. from Twitter for saying these words. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we can't have this kind of violence. Stone bleep number. This is the kind of violence that leads to the insurrection at the Capitol. Shirley can't vote. 
for two. Cheryl, you vote for one. We got a four. We got a four. We got a five. We got a five. We're going to get a four. We're going to get a four. We got a two. Give me a two. Give me a four. We got a five. 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 Cheryl, get in your vote. You got a four and five. Give me a four or five. All right. Well, Nate's auctioneering off the votes here as they come in, uh, and he I think he's got to go check the mailbox real quick. I wanted to tell you guys about Patreon. Patreon.com slash Liberty, a place where you can actually get in here and vote with everybody else. We have people signing up. And uh, it's right now it's five bucks a month. You save 15% if you pay for the whole year. So that's a really good deal. And uh, I don't think there's going to be a better deal out there. So you might as well sign up, be part of the live show while we're still out on these types of platforms, because obviously exposing the Democrats of using their own words against somebody that's on their side um, is not, we're not going to last much longer. So get in while you can and be part of this uh, growing, this growing podcast, the growing movement. Numbers are going up every single day. And if you want to get in something that goes up as well, if you want to ride the train of volatility, well, then you need to learn how to do that. And you have to start at mastermystonks.com. You stay classy. Patreon, when you're here, you're family. <laughs> I, I do want to mention, you know, we were talking, we had dinner with Magoo the other night. Good time. And we were talking about how we wouldn't want to do the show without the live group. It's way too fun. And it's also really cool. I feel like we have a group of friends that we get together with and hang out with every day. That's literally what it feels like. I feel like we're this close, tight-knit group of friends that get together and talk about Dumb Bleep every single day. And it's really fun. So I really appreciate everyone that's in that group. So if you also would like to pay for our friendship, go to patreon.com slash Liberty. It's not pay for friendship. If you guys cancel your accounts, I will still be your friends possibly you might not want to take that chance okay you just won't be able to communicate okay and here's what came in dumb bleat number five now cheryl charlie's mom you suggested this as an entry today and you voted for it which is it which is insider trading if i've ever heard of it before we need some regulation she throws out the suggestion 20 minutes before the episode on a phone call and then comes in here and casts her vote for it to win that is market manipulation. That is if I've ever voter seen it. fraud. It is. She went long on this story beforehand, <laughs> and then she cashed in the win at the end of the yeah. episode. So that is a. She probably has a subreddit. I bet. You know what? There, you're restricted. You are restricted <laughs> now, especially if you post any more pictures of us when we were 16 years old. Yeah. In the group, if you guys want to see pictures of us looking ridiculous uh, when we were in our first band. Uh, then then join Patreon and get on the Facebook group. You can group. only see it in Patreon. Yeah. You can't see it anywhere else. We will not allow it anywhere yeah. else. And so. you're not allowed to save them. You can't <laughs> save them to your phone. Don't do it. So Patreon.com, MasterMyStonks.com, guys. If you are, uh, obviously, everybody's hearing about the GameStop hype, the GameStonk. There's also AMC and some others. You need to learn what you're doing if you want to jump on the train. Or you don't have to. You don't have to. But... You literally, we give you a seven-day free trial plus two days free without even have to sign up. You don't have to do anything. But we start from don't even know a word yet to all the way to learning how to actually trade. So if you want that type of knowledge, because as we uh, move forward in the future, there's going to be less, less hedge funds and more individual traders. People are going to start taking responsibility for their own. Finances is not, you know, finance is not going to be some, you know, uh, obscure thing that you don't understand because you're like, well, well, I don't know what, you know, Delta or Theta decay means. And if you don't know what that means, you'll learn in the class, by the way, but you don't have to, 
that's no longer going to be a thing that all these financiers try to tell you when you go into their office and they're like, well, it's just too complicated for you to understand because the truth is it's not. These things are not complicated. You can learn them just like we did. And once you learn, then you can participate and take advantage of opportunities when they present themselves like this. We see opportunities like this, not like this. This is unprecedented, actually. A group of people have never banded together to target a stock that was heavily shorted. However, we do see opportunities where stocks run 100, 200, 500, 1,000% uh, almost every single day. So there are opportunities. But if you just learn what you're doing, at least you have that knowledge. So I encourage you to go sign up. At least sign up and look at the class for two days and decide if this is something that you want to learn. And then when you do sign up, it's a seven day free trial. So you're literally losing money. <laughs> you know, I, I'll just say this. I, I, so far I have pocketed almost $7,000 in profit, um, in just literally a couple days of trading. Um, and I say that because at one point I was up about 12,000. Another point I was up only about 4,000. And in between there, based on technical analysis, I took some profit and put it in my pocket so that I can't lose more, less than I'm going to make money this week. And so you can learn how to do that by learning uh, what the movements look like, learning about price action and all that. So guys, I really encourage you, if you're part of this hype, and um, we have several people in the Patreon that are in the, in the class as well, they can, they can tell you all the same things. We have a great time in the Liberty Trading Academy as well, and you'll learn all this. So uh, join the hype, but also learn what you're doing and take advantage of opportunities. This will happen again. This will happen again. So mastermytrades.com, mastermystonks.com, go do it. Share the show with a friend, folks, and uh, share it with an enemy, please, because they need to hear this message more than you'll ever know. So if you guys do all of that, then we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you guys have a great weekend and a good morning, Liberty. All men and women created by the wrong button. Oh, you know the you know the thing. You stay classy. Is that classy? I'm the other side.